Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You know that thing that happens when you're like, when you're outside and you go to sit down and then like just before you realize you're sitting somewhere that's wet, you stand up, right? And then you're like, oh, I'm not wet. Um, That's happened twice today to me but I don't understand the science behind it because like I can feel the wetness just about creeping in to my ass but like I stood up quick enough for it to not get there but then you stand up and it's like not wet at all so like what's what's the speed of water entering jeans well you're not sitting down in a puddle you're just sitting on something that is damp so you can feel the dampness and the cold from it not the actual wet yeah so but like um, but my trousers and my jeans weren't these it just happened yeah (laughs) that's why i'm talking about it because we're gonna do this and i just got it all set up and i was like go for a rolly right Mm -hmm. rollies out i go for a rolly out the back (laughs) and i go for a rolly out the back and i'm i light my cigarette and i'm like sit down on this bench and it's wet but like i could tell that it was wet but like when I stood up, there was I'm not wet now. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yes, but also I don't know what you want me to say and back then, to it. And then earlier, <laughs> and early, earlier today, we were waiting for a lift. Yes. And where we wait for our lifts is like a like a it's a road, but it's also wood wooded area. <laughs> Okay. Don't say okay like you don't know what I'm talking about. I you know, know exactly I know about. exactly what you're, you're talking about. You're the only person here that's been there. Yes. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I've just got an itch. <laughs> I forgot that we're being filmed. Um, you forgot that we're being filmed. You you set it up. Yeah, I know. I just forgot. And I forgot <laughs> that it's good. It might be be seen. Anyway, so I'm I just sit, sit down on the wooded bit. Um, on the ground. Because I'm tired on the ground, yeah. exactly. 
and I was like, oh no, why did this? You saw me do this. Yeah, you, you oh. touched with your hand. Oh no, it's whacked. And yeah, but, got I, up. but I, no, but I didn't realize immediately from that's only afterwards that I felt it coming into my arsehole area. <laughs> but my the jeans were like, this is all right, all right, this is gone way too long. Um, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. I know exactly. I don't know the science behind this. I don't think there is science behind this. It's fucking stupid. So what do you want to talk about? Do you well, got anything else related to what I was talking about just then? About No, I don't really have oh. anything to say about that. Oh. Well, let's talk about House of Dragon, I guess. Oh, well, then let's talk about House of Dragon. Um, yeah. We have quite a lot to cover since last time we yes. talked about this because we were supposed to be doing this weekly and uh, here we are. Awaiting episode 10. Yeah. That's, what, that's how we'll review shows from here on out. We'll do the first episode. And then the previous to last. Yeah, and then we will never just never review the last episode. <laughs> never even talk about it. If we do ne this next season after this, we'll never mention the events of the final episode ever. That's the rule. It might be hard to do, because I'm pretty sure that the, pit, like the events of the final episode will have quite a lot. Nah. Of impact on what's going to happen in season two. I don't think so. Okay. Not in this show. <laughs> well, so we, last time we spoke about this, we were pretty hyped because yeah. we were just uh, after watching the first episode and we were pretty like, whoa, this is good. This came back to what we liked Game of Thrones for and it's not what we hated Game of Thrones for. Yeah. So how let's let's do like general vibe first how are you feeling about the show at the moment um i have a very weird relationship with this show okay. where i watch it incredibly passively and i'm like yeah this is good for most of it i'm like yeah this is good and i spend a lot of time reading because i'm going through the books at the moment as yes. well on audible so i spend a lot of time in this but world just make sure that you mention that you're going through the game of thrones books not yeah. the fire and blood oh no, yeah. yeah yeah i haven't i haven't gone through fire and blood yet um but then it was i was talking about so i said so uh, yeah. You, yeah so i spent a lot of time in this world yeah. watch a lot of alt shift x watch <laughs> a lot of other, other youtube shows that break down this show and game of thrones and we've actually been watching game of thrones itself on and off oh yeah yeah so every media that involves this show, I'm involved in. Yes. But I often just forget that this show is on when it comes out. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Sunday. I guess there's a new episode of House of the Dragon. I'm not hyped for it. It doesn't like... I remember when season five of Game of Thrones came out, I was like, oh, no way. There's a new episode. I can't wait. Oh, you know. Mm -hmm. But this show, I even when I watch it, I'm just sitting there just deadpan, just like, you know, I'm not like, damn. That's been the whole time. And I can't really explain why. I think it's just because... I don't know what it is about the show. It's good. It's very good. It's, very, it's being very good at me, you know? Yeah. My... my why I think it's, it's like that is because in the end, we have seen all of that. Obviously, this is a different show and this is a different characters and different storyline. But we have seen all of that before. Yeah. When we were watching Game of Thrones, this was all, all, always new. Like, oh my yeah. fucking god, there is a dragon on the screen. Like, this mm. is so cool. And the dragon actually looks good. It's not like a plastic dragon that they just yeah. put on there like it was before. 
where like we are used to now watching that type of TV where we have fantasy, we have knights fighting and all of that. We don't have that kind of wow from cool fights because we've seen Heart Home before, because we've yeah. seen Battle of Bastards or any other stuff, you know. It's hard to get impressed, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I guess. But that was one of the things for the last, the first couple of episodes where at the end of every episode it was like, like they had the, oh my God, nerdgasm endings to every episode. Like the, I can't even remember some of them, but there's the episode where Matt Smith, what's his name? Damon Targaryen. Matt Damon, yeah. Yeah, when Matt Damon kills the <laughs> crab feeder. And yeah. it's just like, I can't believe how awesome this ending is. <laughs> and that's what the show was doing for like the first few episodes where it was just like e- ending on these crazy shots, cra- these crazy scenes. Um, yeah. I mean, like I think that because that that exact, that is what the first episode did, yeah. kind of. So we have a mildly actionable <laughs> part of the season yeah. or part of the episode and then at the end we have something big happen and that the same thing happened in episode two and then episode three made the same kind of choice to yeah. to be kind of boring in the first obviously it's very interesting still because it that is the political chase game kind of thing yeah will, will you know draw people into this world specifically um but yeah it's kind of like if if you have the same formula for the f- mm. all three episodes at the beginning, then yeah. But I think I because I remember exactly like after the third episode, we had this chat of like, oh, it's just it's just all the same. Where yeah. you have forty minutes of nothing and then twenty minutes of yeah, you know. And then fourth episode, I think changed it all, didn't it? Well, with the time jump. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's well. That's one of the things that's made this show frustrating i think we'll look back on this season and go yeah well they had to do this because of you know this was just the setup for the main story mm-hmm. but like it is i found it kind of f- very frustrating to watch when every time you feel like you're invested in a character there's a time jump <laughs> and then there's a different actor <laughs> or i like there was an episode where it's like damon's has got two extra kids and uh his wife is older but he's not older and <laughs> like rhaenyra has like three kids and there's more kids as well. And mm-hmm. I was just so confused <laughs> because, like, the time jump, it was so much of a time jump yeah. that I just kind of forgot about a lot of the dynamics and I had to be refreshed. Yeah. I mean, it feels very, very rushed, obviously, because, well, it is rushed because we're not spending years with those characters yeah. because we are going into what we are in basically now. So now the Dance of Dragon starts. Yeah. And we so this this entire season was just a setup for that. But it yeah. feels a bit you know, it's a shame. I would like to see a whole season of the young Rainier and young Alison. Uh, yeah. They could they could have just done that. I don't they could have, yeah. And then did the second season where they are having those children and mm. allow the children to be born naturally and not just appear from thin yeah. air. Um it's that episode that you mentioned when um Damon actually marries Lena Valerian and they're so we see them flirting in the previous episode and then we see that they're married and they have two children in the next and then she also dies in the same episode at the end that's what that's the thing it's like like they're setting her up and then I'm like oh she's a cool character I hope she sticks around for a bit oh she's (laughs) no she's gonna stick around for a bit 
they set her up to stick around and then she dies and it's yeah. like and also right. the next episode right after that they they give like good 10-15 minutes of the beginning of the episode to give her a funeral yeah which is ridiculous yeah. I do not care about the character yeah she just she she died well, her, literally yeah, her after was one literally episode just a plot device to make all the characters come back to Dragonstone I mean, yeah, or come back to King's Landing we, right? we had to because Driftmark my apologies. Yeah, drift mark. Because obviously, no matter what, Reyna and Bela, so her children with Damon, they do exist in yeah. that universe and they are, I assume, important to the story later on, probably. Yeah. Um, now Who's? That Who's kids? Damon's and Lena's. So right, yeah, the yeah, twin, yeah, yeah. twin princesses. That's, yeah, yeah, the two of the girls. But they got, didn't they get betrothed to their half-siblings or something? Did they, that happen in the show? They are not. The, those are not their half siblings. Yeah. So they are. They are. They no. They are betrothed to. I mean, technically now that Damon and Rainier are married, but they are not. They're not. They are. They're half siblings because they've got the same mum, Rainier. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, they got the same dad. No. no, no. <laughs> they're step siblings. Um. But th no. no, they are. They are cousins. Yeah. Because their mum, and Rainier's. And their dad, the boy's dad, yeah. were... But, but like, if they were true-born, they'd be double cousins. But they're not true-born, so they're just single cousins, technically. No, they wouldn't be, because Rhaenyra and Damon are not cousins. They're uncle and niece. Oh, it's fucking confusing, this <laughs> show. That's so, what I'm saying. I'm just, they're like, just like, cousins. They're just cousins. Yeah, but and... they're not, though, because, you, like you said, fucking old shift decks bring up the fucking family tree so I can see... Well, everyone is. I'm trying to explain oh, it sorry, to you yeah. right now. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, show. We have an uncle and his niece, and they are married to both are married to his like siblings, to yeah. Lena and Lena. And then Lena dies in one episode. <laughs> yes. She appears and dies. And then the next episode, Lena, they, they send Lena away because they're like, you're gay, be happy somewhere else. Yes. Because why would we need a gay character in a show? Why no, would yeah. we? You yeah, set no. up a gay character and then send it away. <laughs> but I think that just happens. You in know the books, that trope, it? it's it's called bury the gays. Yeah. Um and it's very prominent in films and in media in general that if you have a gay character something bad happens to him. Hmm. So or or them or her or whatever. Basically it's like um yeah. So it works as in when you have a gay character, they, they will probably die or yeah. get sick. Or If you have a character that has cancer, they're probably also gay. So, What are you talking about? What, what is their example of that? There is a lot of like teenage films that do oh, that right. kind of thing. Like um, what we do in the... Sh no, what, <laughs> what we do in the shadows. What we do in the bright starlight. What's that show? That film with Cara Delevingne? Paper Towns? Dice Paper, yeah. Um, I've seen that film. Fucking sucks. <laughs> Fucking sucks so bad. Yeah. Fault in our stars as well. I don't think there was a gay character in there as well, actually. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm going to sneeze. Oh. <coughs> Jesus. <coughs> Mike, I'm wearing... Look at that spike. <laughs> I'm wearing fucking... Sorry. It was so um, loud that look at my spikes. Yeah. Even it's my microphone. spikes. Well, um... Okay, so a lot has happened in story. We have moved like good 15 years, I think. Not even even maybe more than this. 
since the very very start. Yeah, we are like from like 15, when the series is chosen. Yeah, since he names her the heir. Oh right. Yeah, we are like tw- she even said that in the previous episode that you swore to me almost twenty years ago, something like that. So. Mm. We're 20 years further than this, which is ridiculous. Like, it is ridiculous. In one season, 20 years, like, yeah. don't do that They better, me. like, this next season better be like, right, every episode just takes place over, like, a day. It should be, like, 24, <laughs> where it's, like, a one day and then the next day, every episode. Yeah. I mean, uh, I do think that, like, okay, I, I understand that there's so much to talk about in the later seasons that we had to skip through 20 years of history just yeah. like that but i don't understand why we couldn't just mendle it a little bit more or why couldn't we just have a 13 episodes season you know yeah why couldn't because we just money and hbo want a 10 eps 10 ep series yeah but they would make so much more money if they made it more sensible because i think I some people might have actually switched off because of the time jumps and everything, to mm. be fair. I don't. F- I think not everyone stayed in the show as much as uh, they would in... I don't know. I'll have to look at analytics to see the... Uh... Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just... I'm, I'm saying that based of, like, comments where people were like, yeah, another time jump, I'm out. Yeah. Bye, bye, guys. It, that was the big thing about the show. It's just, like, even the people I was talking to in my real life who were like, yeah, I started watching it, but, like, it's just annoying because of the time jumps. And I totally get that. That thir- definitely that first episode, the one that we watched when we were on the holiday, where the the ending where Laris burns down Harren Hall. Oh yeah, yeah. And he kills his brother and his dad. Fourth that, and fifth. That was the big time jump episode with the new Rainier and the new Alicent. Mm-hmm. That was a that was the worst episode. Yeah, that was, that, that was that was fifth my, episode. My least favorite episode of the season. Or sixth. I think that that episode, like that time jump, just to make them look older. That that is an acceptable time jump for me. Like to okay, characters are getting older, so we're switching the actors. But if the next episode right after that you do another time jump of like two years, an episode after that another time jump of six. Yeah. Like we just went through ten years <laughs> in three episodes. Yeah. Like what the hell, guys? Um, like let us you know get to know those characters and especially I don't give a single fuck about any of the children in the show because I've seen them once every yeah. every era of their life yeah you I see them exactly once as a toilet toddler toilet yeah. <laughs> see them once as a toddler and then once as a teenager and then suddenly they're adults you know and they're married I mean Egon that, yeah, that was a problem to me until this very last episode where Alison and Viserys' kids became, oh, they became interesting to me. But only because so much like big stuff happened. Mm. Like Aegon became king. He became an actual interesting character and not just like a scumbag. Yeah. He was he is a scumbag, but like a interesting kind of scumbag. Aegon to me is not an interesting character at all, actually. Um Maybe yeah, this episode they introduced him that that he has something more to him than just fucking around with maids and drinking and yeah. wanking in between of those. Um, but like, but all they introduced is just made him seem even worse. Mm. Like the child fights and everything, and it's just. Oh yeah, he's a scumbag, but he's also like there's characters in the show in Game of Thrones who are like like Tyrion. 
he, I'm not comparing him to Tyrion in any way. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's characters in the show who are just like, fuck this. Like, I'm not getting involved in all this garbage. Like, Tyrion at the end of season four, when he's just so, like, disenfranchised with the whole political bollocks. And, yeah, like, Aegon, Aegon's not doing it in, like, a smart way, but he's just, he's just like, look, I don't give a, f- like, I'm not fucking getting involved. Yeah, but... I'm not being used. But then he does, obviously, you know, by the end of the episode, he's involved in whatever, he becomes the king. I mean, but. Tyrion, uh, he gives up on politics in season four after he's accused of murder he didn't commit, and mm. then he kills his dad. So I don't think he gave up on the politics, because if he did, he wouldn't be a hand of the king, Maybe I'm just, queen I'm, of I'm, I'm kind of thinking of book Tyrion. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of thinking of book Tyrion, to Look be at him knowing the law. Yeah. Sorry, maybe you should lead this podcast in that case. Yeah, sorry. I thought that was my podcast, and here you are proving me wrong. It's unfair. <laughs> Angry feminist takes over a male podcast. No, it's not a male podcast. We're both here. We're, we're representative from each representative. <laughs> From each gender. Oh, here. each there's only two genders. No, That's what you're saying. <laughs> I destroyed. That's shit. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, that was all jokes. But going back to the House of Dragon. But this, but yeah, like I was saying, this last episode I liked Amond as well. Amond is a, very interesting. interesting character. Uh, but like, For yeah. Me- I mean, I just don't even know how to talk about this show because I'm just so like, yeah, it was good. I don't really remember a lot of stuff in it. Well, okay, try to remember like things that you specifically didn't like. Um, I didn't like the whole. Um, like it kind of got better, but it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like. Um, you know, right at the end of not the last episode, the episode before where Viserys mm-hmm. is dying and he says, Aegon has to be the prince that was promised or whatever. And Alison's like, Aegon? Like my Aegon? <laughs> and then it's just like a whole misunderstanding. Yeah. And that's what causes, like a tiny misunderstanding causes that. And I was like, can't it have been a bit cleverer? But then it was interesting how like all the people on the small council were like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. We're going to make Aegon the king anyway. It doesn't matter what Viserys wanted. Yeah. So that was fine. But... I think I don't know. I I'm interested to see in the next episode how this plays out because obviously um Rhaenyra and Alicent they just like after years and years of conflict they were like I actually respect you, you mm. know. So right like now that Rhaenyra will find out that Aegon her dad's dead and Aegon has been crowned the king. She's going to be like Alicent what the fuck? Like mm. <laughs> excuse me but um what the actual fact? Yeah, and Rhaenyra knows that Alicent is very that she's a very like honest person, and that she when she was like, "I swear this to you," she will take this seriously. Yeah. So I think Alicent will try probably to like explain to Rhaenyra, "I promise this to you." He said he wants Aegon as the king. Mm. He this did this. He did this. I promise he said that, and I, I'm i just like, how is Rhaenyra going to do it then? Is she going to believe Alicent and go against... So Rhaenyra doesn't know that he was talking about the prince who was promised, right? Yeah. 
So when Alison tells that to her, she won't know. She will think that Alison is saying that Viserys said that he wants Aegon on the throne. Yeah. So is Rhaenyra gonna accept this as the truth and proceed to fight for the throne for herself anyway and ignore supposedly her dad's dying wish that she doesn't know it's supposedly, right? She doesn't know yeah. that, yeah. Is she going to go against it anyway and be like, fuck my dad, I am I want the throne? Or is she just going to be like, you're lying to me? And It'll be that one, I think. It's well, going to be that one. Or is Alicent going to tell her word for word, word what like Viserys said and Rhaenyra th- will be like, oh wait, no, this is... This is the prophecy. You got it wrong, bitch. <laughs> well, I think I think it's set up now where I don't think Alison and Rhaenyra will have a scene together again. Yeah. Because they're, they're completely different. And they, why wouldn't they just kill the other one if they're in the same room? They're very separate now. And it's going to be it's gonna be a whole different show. Because it's going to be like completely, they're going to be out of different houses, trying to rally different causes, get different houses to their side. I don't see, you know, Amon and Daemon might meet in the battlefield on dragons and all the... the um, the bastard kids, they might meet each other in that, but I don't see Rainier. There's only three bastard kids, and they live together. <laughs> no, no, um, they might meet the, <laughs> the other kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there might be some cross pollination there between the the lower tier levels of each family, but I don't. See, I mean, why would Alison and Rainier like meet up to talk about it? From what's her name, the lady on the dragon in the last episode? Rainies. Rainies. Rainies is like fuck you. This is what I'm telling her, and she's going to be so annoyed about it when she gets the Dragonstone of Rhaenyra. They're, they're just, I don't think they're going to, there's not going to be a conversation between those two. Hmm. Rhaenyra's just going to be like, they're, they're usurping my throne, and now for three seasons, this will be dialogue in the show, and now for three seasons, I'm going to try and <laughs> try and get the throne. And she never will, because as we know in Game of Thrones, there's never been a female queen, so. Mark's officially leaking well, the, see, the script, the script for the next three ep- oh, yeah. <laughs> seasons. But I talked about this in the in the. This is the thing about this fucking show. And someone said it on Twitter. <laughs> I can't remember some comedian or whatever said, uh, "Oh, you know, Game House of the Dragon might be." Oh yeah, <laughs> you forget. What the fuck. <laughs> Uh, House of Dragon might be really good, you know, I'm enjoying it, but at the end, Bran's going to sit on the Iron Throne, and it's like... Brian! <laughs> I said Brad. Okay, sorry. I heard Play that Brian. back. Play that back. Okay, I heard Brian. Bran's going to sit on the Iron Throne, and also, they said in Game of Thrones there's never been a queen on the Iron Throne. Yeah. So, that we is... know that Rhaenyra is not going to be the queen. And also, and for if some... you didn't know and you listened to this, I'm telling you... <laughs> <laughs> sorry... But yeah, I think it's like if someone was interested in the law of Game of Thrones before this show came out, they already know somewhere in, in the lines, they know how the line of people go. Yeah. And they know that like, oh, there was this there, there was this king here and he's like after Viserys and this is the king, but he's not this guy and he's not that guy and he's not that girl. So who the fuck is it? Like yeah. most people know, they may they might not know who exactly from all of the characters that have been introduced to us who is gonna sit on the Iron Iron Throne, but they know who doesn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
Um, because obviously kings can change their name when they ascend throne, so yeah. they don't know exactly. Don't they, they don't really do that in Game of Thrones, though, do they? Oh, maybe that's just British monarchy. Sorry, yeah. that's another fantasy I'm reading at, yeah. <laughs> at this moment. It's very interesting. The head of the... <laughs> I'm not going to say this. The head of the monarchy. <laughs> yeah, in this book that I'm reading. <laughs> Are you reading a book? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about BBC News. All oh, right. <laughs> That's that's the book. Are you talking about the new season of The Crown that's coming uh, out? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm in... We can talk about that as well if you want, I guess. I mean, there's not much to talk about The Crown. We know the Queen is there, do we? True. But that's going to be season seven of The Crown. Season seven and season eight deals with the Queen's death. Mm. I find it funny because once you said, um, when we... I think in the previous episode even of this podcast, I mean, you said that um, that's the prequel's fault fault like flaw that it's always like you know all of those characters are dead yeah that's what i'm talking talking about yeah yeah so it's very funny to watch the crown now because you know the queen dies i thought she like watching like the all the seasons till season four i thought she might be immortal you know you you never know what happens and then she dies in this prequel like in the in the actual show (laughs) yeah and now in the prequel, they're still showing her. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fucking crazy, isn't it? So what do you, what do you, <laughs> what, what do you think is going to happen in Hot D? Um, I think it's going to be very hot now because, well, I think they're just going to pull out all the dragons and they're going to be like, look at that my dragon can do fire and they will make the dragons do fire i guess but you know do you know what i'm trying to say about this show like it's yeah, just it's I, just like good and i'm enjoying it but i don't even know why we've done two episodes on it because i like it, it doesn't <laughs> like it, it's just it's just sort of happening in front of me i'm not like yeah more um, of this. I'm like, yeah, right. I watch the next me, episode. Yeah, sure. For me, it's again because this show feels so much like Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's a prequel. This is what happens before. Like, yeah, there's not. There's yeah. For me, it's that, and it's also the time jumps, and it's how how like spread out it's been, and it's how how spread out in terms of time, and how spread in it's been in terms of spreading spread in it's been in terms of like geography because every episode it's just like oh it's the same six characters and there's more tension all right someone's died or there's more tension all right now someone's died and yeah. more tension and I, like the game of thrones is like there's like 20 locations and there's like a thousand characters yeah. and there's some episodes where it's like well there was they happened in this show as well but there's some episodes where it's like Tyrion. they can't even fit in Tyrion this episode there's no Tyrion storyline in this episode <laughs> it's all Jon snow and in this show, it's like, yeah, Rhaenyra, Alison, Daemon, Viserys, yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. they'll throw in, like, a Corlys. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they'll throw in, like, um, yeah, I mean, someone else. And it's like, yeah. It is annoying that we don't really get to explore that much of the world, especially that we've been introduced to the world pre-Targaryen fall. So yeah. we there's stuff that we don't know like there are houses that are going to die yeah well, I with, think that, that because was, of this yeah. civil war that they're now about to begin and we will never get to know them because they might die 
you know, somewhere in the background and we don't know about them because we watched Game of Thrones. So this yeah. is, you know, 150 years afterwards. But you know what I mean? Well, like, no, yeah, not... I guess. I think I think it's interesting because, like, not that I'm trying to spoil it, but I'm just saying that it gets kind of more expansive in the story. Like, they go all over the place and they there's going to be way more houses involved. Yeah. You'd think they'd use this time in this season instead of doing all these time jumps to, like develop some other characters who are going to be involved for next season not just the core six or five five or six people you know well, they've they're... really developed five or six <laughs> characters but like well, who else is there they're gonna a few of them are going to die next season probably yeah. well one was already dead the, with all those time jump time jumps we now know that they are very good at exposition yeah because <laughs> they had to expose like seven different characters for each character yeah um, so I'm, I'm not really scared about them introducing all the houses and everything in the second season because uh, they're, you know, I think they'll be okay. And they managed to introduce the entire world in the first season of Game of Thrones. So I'm not scared that they will, will fail to do it, especially that the audience already knows the inner workings mm. of that world, which we also talked about in the previous ep- like episode of this podcast. That it's like... They they will just have to introduce their them by name. Yeah. And which side they're on? Are you green? Are you black? You know. Yeah. And that's it. That's pretty much it. So, I don't. What, f- um, who are some of the characters that you're most excited for, going forward? Um, maybe not characters specifically, but characters mixes. Like, right. so I'm very excited to see Damon and Aemond together. Yeah. This is something I want to see because they're both fucking insane. Yeah. Like, they're just fucking... I, I wouldn't... No, if I was in a room with them, I wouldn't fucking blink an yeah. eye. Yeah. I love that scene at the end of the dinner when Amon's, like, looking at Damon like, you're my you're my hero. <laughs> you're the coolest uncle ever. I would you're say, my favourite. I would say that this is what happened after he killed Vaymond. That, oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Then he looked at him like, "Whoa." Yeah. But after the dinner, it was funny because they had like a bit of a staring contest, yeah. and you can see that Eamon literally just like gives up, and he's like, "Okay," because <laughs> Damon just like points his fucking finger and like yeah. leave, and Damon and Eamon is just staring, they're smiling, and he's just like, "Okay, he's not joking. Then you gotta go now." Yeah. <laughs> That was, su- that was such a good scene. That was my favorite, like, extended scene from the show, I think. The the lovely dinner they all had together, and then Viserys leaves, and it's like, right, now this is how we actually feel about each other. That was so great. That yeah. little that little moment. I enjoyed all of that. There's lots of, like, nice little pockets of fun in the show, but, like, as a whole, it's just, it's not like... They forget that they got dragons a lot of the time. <laughs> like, uh, Danny just kind of forgot. Rainit, not Rainera, Rainerus, Jaharis. What's her name? The lady with the dragon at the end of the last episode. Rainies. Like Rainies is like, oh yeah, shit, I've got a dragon. I can deal with this right now, and then she doesn't. Yeah, because I think it's just a representative of what they don't want to really do like they do have dragons but there is a reason they don't use them you know what i mean yeah like well well, that's what something that is very funny to me because everyone is like wiping their asses with the Aegon's conquest without 
and I think everyone really acknowledges in that world and in the fandom, everyone like really acknowledges how many people died because of that conquest, yeah. how many people were burned literally alive. And that's why I think Tar- Targaryens don't want to use the, the, the dragons that much now. They yeah. they treat the dragons as the last resort. Yeah. And, you know, because it's just fucking scary yeah. what they can do. Even though there was a, there was a war in the show, there was the, the, the Stepstones War. Yeah. And, like, years into it, they eventually sent Daemon and yeah. uh, Laenor... Lanera's Lanor on his <laughs> dragon. They sent only two dragons. Yeah, there's like twenty seven dragons in this show. The yeah. people who have dragons, you don't see I loads mean, of them. I mean, at that time there wasn't that much. It's more now because a lot of hatched with sure. the children. But there's like there's like random ones on Dragonstone. There is, yeah, but um, there is loads of dragons actually. But it's just that because they don't have riders. Yeah. Or they're too small or even Vega is she's so old that she's not Yeah, she is the biggest ancient fucking dragon or whatever, but she is so old and slow that it's using her actually Yeah. You know. Also you saw in the last episode like she couldn't just go into the temple and like stare him down. She killed like a bunch of people just by stepping on them. So yeah. using a dragon, even if you're just fucking with someone, <laughs> then it's going to cause a lot yeah, of damage. Exactly. Fucking so, dragons, man. They should do a they should do an Aegon's Conquest show. That's what I said. Yeah. I was, yeah. What, I mean, today, before yes. this episode, because yeah, whatever you and say, you, on, I wanted to say that. Whatever you, you say before the podcast doesn't count. That's not, not fair. It's not fair because I said that. Um, let me reference something quick from House of the Dragon. To get it. Get my feet out. Oh, ugh. <laughs> Please hide them away. No. Okay. No. I am the pretty lady with nice hair that has nice feet, not you. Are we going to watch um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood after this? Or ugh. maybe. Um, uh, Kill Bill. Why do you want to watch Tarantino? Because he's got a foot fetch. Oh, he does. <laughs> he's got a foot fudge. <laughs> he's got a foot fudge. Yeah, um, he has a foot fudge. Excuse me. He has a foot fudge. Is that supposed to be? No, my you always no. I'm allowed. You always do this. I'm allowed to have just do silly accents. And it's not always about Be- you. Because your silly accents sound very similar to when you do my accent. I don't ever do your accent. I've always done Anymore. Your silly accent. No, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, going back to what you asked me, oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 I am excited to see Aemond and Vaymond. Damon. Damon, yes. Damon and Aemond. Yes, those two. And I would like to, even though you just like said, oh, there's no option you can see them together, blah, blah, blah. But I would love to see Rainier and Alison have a confrontation. And I would love to see them have the confrontation now, not later on in the second season. You know, I want to see it now when it's going to be like, what the fuck? Um, And other than that, well, no, I don't. I don't really care that much. Really <laughs> That's the that only much. thing you care about this entire show. I want to see. I want to see what's going on with Laris. <laughs> no, I don't. 
Like, what's, the deal? what's the deal with that guy? He's so fucking He's probably weird. probably wanking. It's just so weird. Uh-oh. I clicked something. It's fine. Well, no, no, no. Pass me the... <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... Oh, I want to follow up from the previous um, episode of this podcast. Um, they did fix Matt Damon's hair. Oh, yeah. Well, Matt Damon changes, slash Matt Smith slash Damon. Every time jump, he's got longer hair or short hair. Actually, we should probably talk about the fact that I was wrong about something in the show, about how I was wrong about they weren't on Dragonstone for Emma's funeral. They were just at Kings at the Red Keep. Do you remember that whole thing? Yes, yes. You said I was wrong. Yes, you were wrong. They were at and I was, King's Landing. I've got fact checked after a previous episode by um Oh shit. By <laughs> um by Cameron. I got fact checked totally. Did you? Yes. Um because I have confused the city of Lannisport with the castle on Casterly Rock. And I thought that because Lannisters are from the Lannisport, so I confused it, and I thought that Casterly Rock, which is a castle in Lannisport, basically, yeah. I thought that is a sick, like separate location, basically. Right. So I confused it with another story arc, and like in my head, it was absolutely true, but I have just mendled two different stories within each other, and uh, I said that. Um, Oh, well, good Did job you got I, out of the way because that, that would have been uh, what a ridiculous blunder. I I don't. Yeah, basically what I said was that um, the House Lannister wasn't always the main house, like the wardens of the Westerlands. Yeah. That they murdered another house to get it, and it wasn't true. I um I was just being wrong. So. But that did ha something like that did happen. They have murdered an entire house, yes. Yeah, the Castamere, the reigns of, the reigns Rain of Castamere. Castamere yes. But the original Lannister was just like a bard who like tricked a house out of... Yes, yeah, so that's... I I have like... You were thinking of those two things. Those, I combined those two things into C one. Concurrently. Cyclically. What? Simultaneously. But they weren't happening simultaneously. No, no, but in your mind they were. In my mind it was the same story. Cyclically. No, it's <laughs> still uh, wrong. I, <laughs> I just combined two different stories into one and I got fact-checked for that and I do apologise and I swear to be more fact-checked right, Good. next time. Should we talk about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no, okay, joking. let's no, 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 let's do it. So we were watching the second episode and we turned it off halfway and we never came back that to was it. Fucking ages ago, so long ago. I was thinking about you know how the Targaryens are all blonde and like Galadriel is blonde. I was thinking about like some poor like dad just flipping the channels and being like, oh, I've heard about this show, House of the Dragon, and just starts watching like a full season of the new Lord of the Rings. Just like because because there's some blonde characters in it, and he's like, oh yeah, I don't think it wasn't that good actually. I didn't like the bit with the with the short mole people. That happens in Lord of the Rings, right? And there's yeah the dwarves. Well, I wasn't even thinking about them. I was thinking about the other people, the the the, the Hobbit people. Oh, the Hobbit, you mean? Yeah, but they're not called <laughs> Hobbits in the show. I think not. From what I remember, no, they're called like. 
I don't even know what to talk about, actually. It I have erased everything about that show from my brain. I just know it's called Rings of Power and that it's absolutely separate from the entire law of Peter Jackson films. Yeah. And also kind of separate from the books themselves. It's yeah. just like a fucking thing about... It's like a fan fiction show. Yeah, it's basically like a fan fiction and that's what kind of like, nah, thanks. I remember a show we did watch together. Oh, yeah, I know what you're going for there. What am I going to say? Dharma. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about Dharma. Well, p- p- put a picture of Dharma then. Okay. Yeah. No, don't. I don't want to advertise fucking serial killers. Okay, I'll put a picture of... Um, um, <laughs> Jeff Dunham. Because <laughs> it's... Uh... <laughs> Him, yeah, sure. Have you ever watched his show? No, he's like puppets. <laughs> Great, there he is. Jeffrey, so, we're talking Jeffrey about Dharma, Jeffrey Dunn, 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 Bezos. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's start with let's not go into the politics of the show because I think we both have a lot to say about that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, yeah, yeah, me uh, too. Yet. Me too, but I'm just saying, like, let's start with the actual show as a piece of media. Okay. So, good show. My opinion, good show. I liked the, I liked the actors a lot. I think what was his name? Evan Pierce. That one, very good. Um, and the girl who played the lady who played Glenda Cleveland, also very good. And I, um. I've enjoyed how they like they use sound and they make music out of the sounds to make it more creepish. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Like, for example, after in the, one of the last episodes when he's already in jail, he plays the whale noises all the time to yeah. piss off all the inmates. And then they use the nail whale noises, like, further on 
every time they, they yeah they do uh. and i think that oh, actually i think that the last scene of the show like it ends with a whale noises when he dies and i don't even notice that wow. see that's pretty see. good yeah so i like that a lot um the the dad the old the actor who plays the older yeah. dad the, yeah i i very enjoyed his performance um and I, yeah, I think it doesn't look like a typical Netflix show. Like, in in a way that, no, it, yeah. Carry on, sorry. I meant, obviously, it is a Netflix show. And when you're watching this, you're like, yeah, this is produced by Netflix. Yeah. But it it doesn't have the cliches of all cliches. Know what I mean? Like, I remember even before we started watching it, because it was my idea to watch it. And you were like, no, because it's going to be a Netflix show. And I'm going to tell exactly how it starts. I'm going to tell you exactly. And you said, like, it's going to either start like this, like this, or like this. And it didn't. <laughs> it did. I said later it on. Uh, yeah. Later on. But it didn't, like, it, it wasn't. I was expecting, like, a cool opening sequence. It was like, and blood. And, like, Evan Peters. <laughs> Insert another actor name here. And, like, blood coming down like a mirror. And like Dharma, like holding a like a like a like a power tool, like and like blood. I was I was expecting like a like a cool like edgy opening sequence, but it didn't do that. Uh, like a Netflix opening sequence, you yeah, know, how every yeah. fucking Netflix show has an opening sequence, like the Daredevil opening sequence. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't like that. Um, okay, what is your opinion on the show show itself? Yeah, not what it does. It's pretty and hard to talk. All right. I mean, like, yes, it's got all the things. <laughs> it's got all the things in it Period. to make an entertaining show. Like, got a good lead actor, and you got really good suspenseful first few episodes. Because those are the first few episodes. Because that's what we want to see, right? I'm watching a show about Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, the regular sort of like schmucks in this world who would want to watch a show about Jeffrey Dahmer. The first episode is that show that you want to see is him doing uh, like the murder. Like how's he going to do a murder? Mm. And like, it's very suspenseful the whole episode. And then they, so they do that for a few episodes and then it's like, Oh, well, let's go for some other perspectives. And they go for like, they talk about uh, like all the parents got together and they're like, Oh, he should be dead or whatever. I can't really remember, but stuff happens. It's not related to him specifically. It's more like the repercussions and that. So all that stuff was more interesting to me because I, I don't care about Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> so I don't want to watch the show. Because I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't care about this whole serial killer trend. I don't think mm. it's uh, cool. Um, not Donnie. But yet. Um, I, yeah, like, I liked it. It was a good show to watch, but for me personally I see I can't even I just know it when I see it but I just can't I there's this thing about a Netflix show I don't know if it's the, the way they film or if it's the, the the cameras they use or they have the same lighting team or whatever it is but I there's just a specific like Netflix glossy glow in all their shows where it's like big like um like the skin uh, glows kind of yeah, like, like even when you have people on camera there's their skin like kind of glows yeah and yeah. also yeah and also like back, the background's always like red like there's a scene where he's in the bathhouse and there's like red lights and in his room there's like green Yellow like red and, yeah, yeah. and it's just like and if i didn't know any better and i just turned this on i think it was just a scene in stranger things i hadn't seen before <laughs> like it's just a, it's, I, I can't even really describe what it is but i feel like if i could just watch a netflix show without knowing it was a netflix show i would know that it was a netflix show yeah. 
and I don't really know how to describe that. But so it has that. But like mm-hmm. you get over that within about five minutes or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, for a show about a serial killer, it's entertaining. Good. Okay, so shall we begin? Yeah. The slander. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, a lot of people coming up in arms about this show about how offensive it is to the family and stuff, and yes. But also, like, is it, should we, it's kind of up to them <laughs> to decide. Yeah. But I totally see how it's kind of, um, what's the word? Inappropriate. Sure. Yeah, so we had this huge discussion about, should we be making films or shows or any pieces of media about killers about serial killers about murders about like should we just be and especially the ones that are interested and like making the main character the killer itself yeah and um well you said no yeah um for me it's a bit of a gray area because um on one hand, it it always depends how it's made and what it focuses on. Yeah. I don't like making the the killer the main character yeah. because I think it's giving him attention that he wouldn't need. And especially in that kind of formula where we have a handsome guy because he's so handsome. Oh. Evan Diaz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a handsome guy playing him and it's just so much in it as well. And I have a lot, like, there's a lot of things that I didn't like about this show, especially the implications it has towards today's culture. So we have to remember that back in the 90s, when he was, you know, early, early 90s, like, it wasn't that important that his... How do I say this without being offensive and or inappropriate in some way? But you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there is just so much focus about what his victims were. Yeah. And there's just labeling of them. There's just, yeah, he was killing, you know, he was killing gay black men or he was killing, um, he killed a 14 year old, he killed you know, a Asian person is just so much focus on the who, what labels the people he killed have instead of focusing on them. Yeah. And that's what annoys me because when they do make one episode focusing one on one of the, and that was the episode that like sparked ev- all of the hate in me. That was episode number five. And I remember it very vividly that it was episode five. So it's the episode where we're introduced to Tony Hughes, which was one of the um, victims of Jeffrey Dahmer. And as far as we know, um, there was never a relationship between them. There was just, they've met and then Dahmer killed him. And that was it. Meanwhile, the show presents it as it was a relationship, as if they went on date and it went on for at least a week. We don't know, obviously, the time span yeah. of the show, but we f- we can see that they went out a couple of times or they hanged out or whatever. 
at least three times before he was killed. And as far as we know, that it wasn't the case. They were they weren't dating. And yeah. why are you doing this? And also another thing that was like annoying to me was that this show is so twenty twenty two in terms of like obviously the only character that they go in depth with in terms of meeting him as a person before he was killed is the guy who was black and the guy who was deaf. Right. Because he had like 30, I don't know how many people he actually killed. And they could have chosen anyone, but they've chosen the deaf guy as yeah. well. So we have, you know, minority on top of minority on top of disability. It's just choose the most, you know, just choose the most staple. Mm. And it's just... And you're only doing that. You're only doing that to show off how he was killed. Yeah. Are you actually doing this? Are you actually introducing us to this person to kill him anyway? Yeah. Like, and that was all made up. He wasn't. They they hadn't had a relationship. So why are you making up this thing between them? To just show us off how this deaf guy was such a good guy and then he killed him. And he was so good to him. He wasn't. He, they've met and then yeah. he killed him and ate him. Like, Yeah, it's pretty fucked up that they would do that. They must have had the permission from the family. Like, they must, The family must have read the scripts, you'd think, wouldn't you? That the writers would have gone to them and been like, right, your son is going to be featured prominently in this show like are you okay with it we'd have we have no like um, do we know do we know that well no we no but you surely <laughs> surely <laughs> just yeah i mean they've got no obligation to do that i suppose but you, uh, but you netflix, would hope yeah but netflix has enough money that i'm not it, saying it's good if they did it or not yeah. i don't think it's good either way but you just you'd hope wouldn't you it's just a it's it's just yeah. so weird like it's just fucking weird yeah. it's weird it's a, such a weird issue like you you've, you want to make something that's appealing because there's a large demographic of people in this world who like to watch serial killer shows. So you so Netflix wants to make something appealing to that demographic, specifically like true life serial killers, real life serial killers. Yeah. So they're like, right, well, we'll cast a popular actor to play a real life serial killer. Oh, okay, who who we choose? Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Like he's a popular real life serial killer. People yeah. are really interested in him, fascinated by him. So let's make a whole ten-part show, but we can't like, okay, well, you know, we can't just do a whole show where it's him yeah. going around killing people. So we'll do like half the second half of the show will be about like the people who he affect, whose lives got affected. But like, we can't just you know the first half have to be about the killing, yeah, <laughs> because that's what people want to see the weirdos who like yeah. this sort of, sort of thing. But like, okay, but we have to humanize like one or two of the victims, you know, to. You know, find out what they're really like in real life, yeah. and then maybe we'll extend the storyline. Uh, like, or maybe he went on dates with, and it's like, get so carried away. Yeah. <laughs> and it becomes so far removed from, they're trying to get it so far removed from, like, make, we don't want to make a show about serial killer, but serial killers are popular. So it becomes so far removed from that that it, like, circles back around again. Yeah. It's, it's just, so weird. But, but that's the thing, like, it's, Fabularizing a real story is just make a show about a made-up serial killer. But that you know what we talked on this episode that we are recording right now. We talked already about a fabularized real story, and we also said that it's just weird. Yeah, The Crown. 
And oh, that yeah. is just the reality. Why are we taking real stories and fabularizing them? Like, is documentary, that the formula of documentary, that old for us already that we have to have this yeah. shown scene by scene by actors instead of just having it yeah. as a documentary? Why do we need to... Because we, when I was watching Dama, I, I don't know why, but all the time in my head, Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal was popping yeah, in my head. That film fucking slaps. It is a very good film, yeah. Um, I don't know why, but it's just like, yeah, I can watch Nightcrawler every fucking night because I, I think that film is so good. But I know it's a film. Yeah. And I know Jake Gyllenhaal didn't kill anyone. And yeah, even Peters didn't kill anyone, but he is playing someone who killed and ate yeah. and raped and uh, yeah. what else? For me, it's like a case by case. Like I can't, I'm not going to say never make a show about true life or a film about true life events, but like this is as close as it gets for me as like um, just like too weird. It's just too weird. The way they were trying to do it was just yeah. too, it's a weird kind of balance that they have to do the whole time, but also... Like, it's Netflix. They're trying to make a show about serial killer, so, like, they don't... I don't even know what the fuck they're trying to do. But I, I wanted to say this as well. Like, you know how um, two years ago there were, all these comedians got cancelled for doing blackface? Like, mm. Jimmy Kimmel was doing blackface. So they, like... Yeah, oh, even us, Shane Donson was in that exactly, group as well. Yeah. So they were like, all right, you did blackface, you're cancelled. You did blackface, you're cancelled. I can foresee in, like, five to ten years... The Evan Peters, you played Jeffrey Dahmer, you're cancelled. Like yeah, uh, you played Je Jeremy Renner, you played Jeffrey Dahmer, you're cancelled. Mm -hmm. Zach Efron, you played Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy you're cancelled. Oh my that that film is so ridiculous uh, to me. Sure, I mean, we can get into that as well. I've seen that as well, but I think it's I think there's going to be a cultural another wave of like I don't I, yeah I, I didn't want us to use the word woke culture because like that's been used as a word to criticise it as well as. Yeah. describe it but like wave of like cultural there'll be another cultural shift where yeah, it's just the same as like me too and like woke culture and there'll be another one where it's like right anyone who ever played a serial killer you're cancelled i reckon that's gonna happen that'll be the next one yeah but you said it because you did made up one before when we talked in private and you said it very specifically that it's not gonna be the generation that is woke now yeah. It's going to be the next one. It's going to be the... The even wokier generation. It's what comes after Gen Z. They're going to be the ones cancelling Gen Z for being... Yeah. For being the audience for this show. And, um, yeah, I kind of... I think I agree with that because... My parents watched Dharma when it came out. Like, they're so... That's so out of order. <laughs> that's so out of order to watch Dharma on Netflix. What's Netflix anyway? We just, we just download TV shows to our brain now. <laughs> okay. That's people. Millennial. In, that's people in like five, ten years. My dad's got that's this, you right now. My dad's got this stack of like blue boxes in his room, and they've got like these round things in them, and they've got a picture of a film on. <laughs> what are they? I don't even know what they are. You're being kind of ridiculous. That'll right be now. that'll be people. That'll be kids. No, in 10 because years. right now this is what you're doing, and this is exactly what our parents were doing about us that oh yeah in 20 years you're gonna have children who'd be like oh what is this box <laughs> with this black thing inside it with this like film on it <laughs> 
fucking I know what cassettes are even though I was born yeah, in 2000 and it's very annoying to me every time someone points it out to me as if I know I was just doing like the the new boomer impression uh-huh the the, the numa the, the so the millennial the millennials yeah. are slowly becoming boomers it will be the new boomers for the generation that cancels Evan they, Peters they go for their new boomer 45 year old Evan Peters will be like I'm sorry that I played Jeffrey Dahmer like and won an Emmy like <laughs> 10 years ago yeah that will happen I guarantee it will happen and I've got it on record now so <laughs> sorry Evan Peters but they're coming for you these kids that aren't born yet <laughs> they're coming for you no, they they are born now. They're like five years old. Probably. Yeah, all these all right, these ba- all these babies are coming for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I don't really have much more to say about Dharma. To be oh, honest, I have a lot. I, I um, just, I, I just think it's just like I yeah. Um, for me, I don't like how they made this human tragedy into a political stand. Mm. I hate this. Why are we? And I did, you know, I did say that before that we're showing those his victims as labels instead of people but this is this is the entire show especially the Mm. latter part of it continuously um repeating how his victims were black and continuously doing this and this and this and like i understand that the the main problem within that situation and like he could have been stopped earlier if the police in Milwaukee at the time cared about what the black people are saying as well. Mm. Because although Blenda, Blenda, sorry, Glenda Cleveland was a made up character, technically, I mean, the show one, the one yeah. that is in the show, the real one lived across the street from him and everything. Um, but yeah, although, you know, she, he, as in basically the show is trying to convey this. Like, he could have been stopped if, you know, the police took the call from her seriously. And there's even a scene in in the show itself when they're like, oh, I assume Glenda Cleveland is. And then the other guy's like, black, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we get it. And, but why are we, why are you trying to use this story as a whole? And that is the gray area, because on one hand, like, you know, I understand why, because that story is also about that, about how ignored the minorities are and how the 14-year-old boy died because they were like, ah, he's gay. They're just boyfriends, you know. We yeah. don't want to get into that because, you know, we don't want to get into the gay relationship. Yeah. We don't care about that. And Those two police officers got, like, discharged, didn't they? But then they got reinstated. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked up. And they'd have retired in like like five years ago. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, was, that's weird though because that scene was like very accurate to what actually happened, right? That yes. scene they chose to make that scene very accurate. That's the thing. That's the thing with this show. I mean, he was completely naked. He wasn't wearing yeah, like right. You know. Okay, well, there's that, I guess. But that's what I was saying as well. There's there's things where it's like they could be accurate, completely accurate, and then not have certain things happen. Mm. But, the, the, you know, the ending, when he gets killed, the, the murderer has a whole speech. Yeah. And we like, don't that know. didn't happen. I mean, we don't know. Sure, but, like, there's no record of that happening, right? So yeah. someone, uh, the writers would have written that as a, a speech for the final yeah, moments yeah, yeah. of Jeffrey Dahmer's life. So they took liberties with that. 
but you look at the set of Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment and it looks yeah. exactly the same as the pictures you can see online. Yeah, it's just, so like it's just choosing. Weird. Yeah, it's like picking and choosing, you know, all the, there's a, these things that we know happened. Okay, Dahmer nice. said this happened. That's exactly there's witnesses cherry for this. picking. Yeah, there's witnesses for this, so we'll put this in that's true. But we've got, but there's loads of gaps, so we'll fill in the gaps. But we can't make it look like we're making yeah. Dharma sim- sympathetic. Yeah. And fucking is. Evan Peters. I'm not having a go at Evan Peters. All right. He seems like, you a, better not. Seems like a nice guy. Okay. <laughs> but he, it's not his fault. But he, he did an interview and he said, yeah, when I got the script for it, I was like, yeah, this is good because it, you, it never makes uh, you see it from Jeffrey Dahmer's point of view. I was like, <laughs> fucking, did you watch the show? <laughs> like, the whole show is his point of view, other than yeah. like, the last few episodes. And it's also like, the show is trying to make you feel like what he's doing is bad, but it's not that the show is deliberately saying that you should not be on his side. Yeah, And it's, I'm not saying that they're making him sympathetic, but it's not like you don't have any sympathy towards him. Yeah. Like, in a way, you kind of do. You see him as a kid. Yeah, being you screamed see, at by his parents. And you shit. see his parents as well, like his dad actually caring for him. And just for that very reason of his dad, how much the dad cares about him, when, he, like, when he's been murdered in jail, you have this kind of like, oh, no. Yeah. Which is like, what the fuck? They just, yeah, Netflix yeah. just made me, in a way... I'm not saying I actually am sympathetic towards him, but like in a way that show made me feel sympathetic for a character yeah. that murdered so yeah. many people. And it's a fucking insane. Yeah, a character that represents a real person that yeah. really did these things. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, I Yeah, that's just why it's so weird. I don't think so I don't think you should be it should be illegal to make shows about real life circus, but I think you should just I think it's just not make them <laughs> or not make them in this way. I think they yeah. got it wrong, I'm afraid. But, like, again, like, that's... If, if the people whose family members got killed by Jeffrey Dahmer come out and say it's fine, then I'm like, okay, well, if, if it's fine for you, then, you know, who am I to say no, that this is bad or whatever? Like, mm. whatever. But just how I feel about watching it. I just felt fucking, like, dirty watching it. Yeah. I was like, should, I, should this even be allowed? <laughs> should they be allowed to do this? But I believe in freedom of the media. I believe yeah. in freedom of art. You know, you can make it. I just... People should be restrained. Like things like this shouldn't shouldn't be a. a te- there should. Be, I don't. We, I believe in we, freedom, we, but people should well, be restrained. We accept it now because we've watched it, and there's been the whole media cycle, and we kind of thankfully now people stop fucking tweeting about it. But every day it was just like Jeffrey Dahmer show. Oh look how hot Evan Peters! Like, fucking shut up. Luckily, it's over. All that shit's over now, and you can look at it as a thing that exists. But yeah. just think about it, like there's a ten episode fucking show on Netflix with a Netflix budget with like an A-list actor playing a real life serial killer. Yeah. Like who, like so many people would have had to have signed off production people. Yeah. Studio and, executives. And no one was like, mm, yeah. are we, is it okay? Someone in those, in the credits must've been like, if the fucking 20 guys who are in editing booths editing it, were they not just like, yeah, it's kind of weird to be making this. Yeah. Did no one think that we should make this? The yeah. guy, the guy doing the color correction, was he not just like, what? Why am I? <laughs> can we? Do- I thought we were doing Stranger Things, like another scene of Stranger Things. Now we got this. It's like, yeah. it's very weird. It's fucking weird. Um, yeah, the whole. So this morning, 
Um, I was watching this video on YouTube by um, Darren Bolt. I believe Jeremy, his name is. He's just like a quirky little, you know, gay guy who's just making videos on YouTube. He's very funny, though. He's okay. very, very funny. But he's mostly like towards Gen Z, not really towards the older people. You know, he's he's like... He's I don't know the difference between all these different Okay, his audience is like people like me, I'm between me. 22, 18, maybe a little older, but, you know. Okay. Just like... There's, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So um, he uses a lot of that humor that, like, like for example, sometimes in the background, he will just play Demi Lovato song, yeah. which you don't know the context of that song, but I know because I, when I was seven, her first album came out and I remember the feelings, okay? Okay. So. <laughs> okay. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so literally today, he was, I was watching that video and he was saying that, he was talking about the actual trend of the the thing of like the serial killers and how Tumblr contributed to it. Right. Yeah. So, about, I think I've heard about this. Yeah. So you have like Tumblr, in you know before twenty twelve, you have Tumblr where all the perverts and people who are into the serial killers are, and then Tumblr gets closed off because I think they got um, very, very censored on some point on Tumblr. Mm. Those are just porn GIFs. Basically. No, there was three communities. There was porn, murder, and Lana Del Rey. So, okay. <laughs> so they got censored, so now Tumblr is just Lana Del Rey, basically. That's why it doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> I don't know if it actually exists anymore. I think it does, but it doesn't exist in a discourse anymore. Right. Like, but yeah, anyway. Um, so s all these people that liked the murder, they had to go somewhere. And they did. And they they started just making content. And now... Like if you if you if you go on YouTube right now, and you want to search up, there's I can name right now from the top of my head I can name three different makeup artists who do their makeup while talking about like murders and right. serial killers. So they will like do their eyeshadow and be like, so yeah, and he sticks the knife into his butt and then twists it around fifteen times. And then puts bleach on it. Right. Oh no, I oh no, I didn't my line warm, you know? Like it's insane. It's yeah. fucking insane. I am just the, the way you describe it makes it sound like it's kind of a niche like content. It's not but niche, it has like, millions. I bet it's got like thirty million views. It has. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It, it is, honestly. And don't get me wrong, the makeup is pretty and the way she talks about the story is interesting. But don't do both at the same yeah. time. Do the makeup on one channel and do, do the other make like the story. Yeah. There is this uh, Polish girl who does. Um, so it's a Polish YouTube territory here. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Probably there is this Polish girl, and she makes also like criminal kind of things. But she mostly focuses on um, people who are lost, like missing, and then there is a body found and it's unidentified and then they find it together. Like they, yeah. you know, so she, she's mostly talking about missing people, but there are some criminal situations there where there's like murder or something involved. But she talks about this with like, 
And she also is into makeup, but those two things are always separate. Festival, they're always separate. She never uh, talks good, about yeah. makeup. Yeah, and when she um, when she talks about it, she she doesn't try. She doesn't have like a gory music in the background or something. She just talks about it factionally, and also she studies criminology, and you know, so right. she she's like she's into it because this is her area of study as well. Yeah. And she's actually going more into the, like, she, she's just focusing on the facts. And she's not trying to make a statement out of it or anything. She's just talking about this. And she always tries to, if she does a statement about this, it's always like, what good came out of this? Mm. So, like... Reform, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, for example, when there was this missing kid and they came out with this law in the US about it because so to prevent kids like him to ever be in a situation like that before or like how for example she was talking about a a case of a missing child of it was a kidnapping and how did it got that the pictures of children when or were on the milk for a long time in america yeah so this kind of stuff you know so she she goes into the criminal world but like into it instead of just say there was this hot guy jeffrey Dahmer, yeah (laughs) and he killed so many people so my lipstick is from sephora yeah like you know what I mean. She's doing like a case, like a proper case study. Yeah, like, basically, yeah. and and very very respectful as well. She's just not like okay insane, where she literally goes. And yeah, he he raped her yeah. fifteen times. It is crazy, just like the different, the, like the 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 the, the, the real life crime, true life crime, genre, franchise many franchise it's got so many it's like a tree and there's just so many branches you know there's so many weird weird people making weird different content yeah. based around this thing and i just i just wonder i'm not trying to say netflix is responsible or anything because like mm. fucking whatever i'm not gonna get into that i don't care no. but like you do one you know how they say like i don't know if i want to go you know how they say like um Showing school shooters on TV makes 10 more school shooters it happen. Yeah. Stuff like that. You do wonder if, like, there's this one weirdo somewhere who's like, maybe I'm going to be a serial killer. Oh, no, actually. Right. And he, do- he doesn't become a serial killer. But then, like, there's this one weirdo who's like, maybe I'll be a serial killer. And watches Dharma. He's like, oh, I'm gonna- definitely going to be a serial killer. <laughs> you yeah. do wonder if all these shows is making serial killers happen. Yeah. Not the you know there are there are modern day serial killers, but like they were way more about years ago because these days it's harder to kill someone and then go and kill another person without them finding the first person and tracing it back to you. That's yeah. just fact because law enforcement's way better now in yeah, terms of technology moved forward. As yeah, well. and surveillance and stuff like that. <laughs> but you do wonder if like it does. If there's a chance, like, one person could... Sorry. If there's a chance that, like, one person could watch Dharma and then go and kill someone... Yeah. Why are you making it? Mm. But then it's like... Ah. Uh, no, you still got to make it. <laughs> I mean, I it's... Like... Art we can... shouldn't... The thing is, like, art shouldn't... Uh, be blamed for true real life things happening, right? 
But like, this is a true life thing. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, what is the difference between making a show about a real life killer and a fake killer? You know what I mean? Like, in in terms of yeah. what you just said, that watching, you know, watching a film about a killer might make another killer. Yeah, does it make a difference if it if it's a fake one or a true one? And in that it case, it does to the studio because Jeffrey Dunn was a known name. It's the difference between making like a Superman film and making a film about a guy who can fly and is super strong. Your own made-up superhero. No, but what I mean, mean, like... like, Jeffrey Dahmer's like a franchise at this point. Yeah. I mean, remember when... Because it's not like true crime is a new thing. It's it's not. And also the, the crime genre in general is like... It's been so popular since forever. I mean, and maybe I, you know, hard to admit during this conversation particularly, but crime is one of my favorite genres. I love David Fincher. Yeah. And uh, films like Zodiac or before mentioned Nightcrawler are one of the ones that I would probably place somewhere closer to what I consider my favorites. Um. What's the difference between this and Zodiac? I mean, I know the difference, um, but I'm just asking you. Like, what's the, what, why can you enjoy Zodiac and be fine with it, all the things? And that's that's a true story, but you can't watch yeah. Dharma. Well, you can watch Dharma, but you're annoyed the whole time. I don't know the answer. What is the answer? Well, it's just like it's from the detective's point of view. You know, oh find yeah, out who yeah. It is. It's just like a. It's just like a mystery the whole time. Oh, yeah. And w- there is no point where we sympathize with Zodiac. Yeah. Yeah. Because no. you don't know who he is. Yeah. But even when you do, it's still no. But it might not have been him. Okay. But you know what I mean? They never call like, that. They never call him, did they? He never got got. I haven't seen Zodiac in a while now. So it's right. fucking good, man. It is. Do you want to watch it? Is that it your today? favorite Fincher film? No, it's fucking like three hours long. <laughs> um. Isn't my favorite Fincher film? It might be, to be fair. It's not Gone Girl, so. No, I don't think I've even seen Gone Girl. That's like the ben one Affleck. I haven't seen. Ben Affleck. I don't think I even saw that. I was working at Odeon when it came out. It's, I, it's, it's not bad, actually. It's not a like, bad film. Nah. I mean, it's David Fincher, so it's it's not a bad film. It's just. I, I sort of watched it through screen checks. <laughs> you know, for them films. Where I sort so, of saw it through screen checks. Yeah. How long have we been doing this for? Bloody an hour and 20. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Well, let's quickly just touch upon a Ted Bundy film with uh, Zac Efron. Oh, well, I haven't seen that in, in so long. I didn't even watch it probably. Me too. But I just wanted to slander it because that is the worst kind of what you can do with true crime yeah. media. Because um, so we have Zodiac who talks about the events from detective perspectives and Maybe victims' perspectives. Yeah. Obviously, the victims of Zodiac are dead, but you know what I mean. If there were alive ones, <laughs> yeah, someone who survived this, probably they would have been mentioned. You know, we have Dama, who is in between. Just looking at the camera. <laughs> what is this? The office. <laughs> um, we are. We have Dama, which is something in between, where they do. You know, it's from the perspective of him. But they don't try particularly to sympathize. They they make you sympathize with him by accident, I think. Yeah. By, by wanting to tell his entire story. But it's it's our empathy 
us being humans and us being empathetic because we see him as a kid who from a tough home and we're like oh I'm sorry for this kid and then we when we're watching this we're thinking like how much of it is actually his you know his parents fault maybe yeah. or something um that was kind of good that they did that in Dharma when they were like the father itself is asking himself that question. Yeah, when he's like, just but the, but the show it doesn't give you. I mean, they don't know, do they? They don't know. So they don't know. So but the show doesn't come up with its own theory and then give it to you. They're just like you f- decide. They put it on him because it, it's Dummer himself who even said like. Um, I, 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 I don't was remember. Just, Maybe they did. He <laughs> no. I'm talking about the actual Dummer in right. his actual interviews. He did say like I was just born like this, and I I don't think anything made me like this. I just yeah. But I'm not taking always, his word for it though always had this thing um but yeah well he probably knows he was cr- do you know he was fucking crazy <laughs> was he do you know that he murdered people <gasps> that's how crazy he was oh damn it is crazy but yeah and then we so on my chart we have right we start with zodiac we have then dama and then we have ted bundy with Zach Efron and Lily Rose, Lily Rose. I don't know. I don't know. It's the one on Netflix, isn't it? It's a Netflix. Yeah. It's fucking Netflix. I don't know if it's Netflix from actually. Was it? Lily Collins. Yeah. Lily Collins. She's fucking Phil Collins' daughter. Yeah. So, um, where the entire film is about him, and it doesn't really talk about his murders. It talks about his relationship with the women he loved mm. and how they like split up on some point and they had a child and this and that. It's just... And they cast fucking Zac Efron, like, <laughs> to play Ted Bundy. Yeah. Like, I watched that dude in High School Musical as a kid and now he's playing a real-life serial killer who is considered one of the worst ones and very known ones as well. And then, yeah. It's just, and they make a film out of it. They And they don't go into depth. They yeah. don't talk about the victims. I don't think the, the victims are even named in the film. It's just, did you actually roll the rolling? Yes. Like, you're ready <laughs> to go. finished. <laughs> but yeah, it's just... Yeah, man, that film sucks. <sighs> and that's the tooth. <laughs> Yeah, that will be um, all about what we were talking about, I think. Raising that. Yeah, now we're going to go for a rolly out the back. We're going to go for a rolly in a shed. Yeah. The shed is out back. Uh, thank you for listening. Follow, go on the description and there'll be uh, the links. Oh, and send me an email at dishboymax at gmail.com and we'll read it out on the next episode of... Rollies out the back. Please do. We would love to read an email. Yeah, because all I get is rejected uh, job uh, um, applications. Same, actually. <laughs> in my <laughs> inbox. So it'd be nice to get a, oh, we really liked your episode about House of the Dragon. And we'll be like, thanks. Okay, so basically, <laughs> if someone wants to say anything to us, please don't say it in DMs. <laughs> Just send us an email. Well, I'd read it if it was a DM as well. I'm sure. <laughs> Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.